Os Daylight Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Our Father guides His people, our Father makes a way. Our Father comes to dwell in us and teach us what to say. Guide us in your truth, Lord. Guide us on your way. Guide us to the holy dwelling. Guide us every day. Guide us in your namesake. Guide us in your light. Guide us to your holy mountain. Guide us day and night. In your wisdom, guide us with your hand, guide us by the springs of the water to that promised land. Our Savior guides his people, our Savior makes a way, our Savior comes to dwell in us and teach us what to say. Guide us in your truth, Lord, guide us on your way, guide us to your holy dwelling, guide us every day. Guide us for your namesake, guide us in your light, guide us to your holy mountain, guide us day and night, guide us in your wisdom, guide us with your hand, guide us by the springs of water to that promised land. The Spirit guides His people, the Spirit makes a way, the Spirit comes to dwell in us and teach us what to say. Guide us in your truth, Lord. Guide us on our way. Guide us to your holy dwelling. Guide us every day. Guide us for your namesake. Guide us in your light. Guide us to your holy mountain. Guide us day and night. Guide us in your wisdom. Guide us with your hand. Guide us by the springs of water to that promised land. Our Father guides his people. Father makes a way. Our Father comes to dwell in us and tell us what to say. Guide us in your truth, Lord. Guide us on your way. Guide us to your holy dwelling. Guide us every day. Guide us for your namesake. Guide us in your light. Guide us to your holy mountain. Guide us day and night. Guide us in your wisdom. Guide us with your hand. Guide us by the spring of water to that promised land. The next segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Quay and presented by Julian Amo. Your critics say you are finished. Tell them I'm just beginning. When they say you are redundant, let them hear I'm in high demand. When you are kept at the backstage, say I'm getting my side back to play on stage. When they say you are down to nothing, Tell them God is up to something. When it's all over, they say, Tell them boldly, my God is all in all over all things. When you are shown the exit somehow, say, I've just passed existence into living. 
when they bury you in the soil, tell them, I'm a potent seed germinating soon. When they chop you off, tell them, I have roots penetrating rich minerals to sprout. When they are causing you to decrease, let them know, Christ must increase in me. When perplexed by odds, tell them, I am not in despair, cast down but not destroyed. They may be right in all these, but don't confess their confession. You are the sole architect of your life. Never describe your current situations into permanence, but describe what you want to be, and that's what you are with your words. Written by Immanuel Quay. listener and we thank God so much for your life. We are continuing our daily devotional series and we are going to start another topic still on the main discussion topic rebellion and redemption and we are on the seed lesson which is captioned victory in the wilderness. Victory in the wilderness and I'm your host Papa Prince and I have Pastor Felice Opoku Jemfi to also help in the discussion. Pastor, please, you're welcome. Thank you. Right. Wilderness, that is victory in the wilderness. Pastor, for, for I just want you to uh, give an overview of this wilderness and then a victory. All right. We, you are welcome. And we are, as he said, discussing about the wilderness and all it's about Jesus's. Um, temptation mm. right after his baptism and the bible says um, that is when you read matthew chapter 4 um, from verse 4 he says um, as soon as jesus got baptized he was led into the mountain or the wilderness to be tempted and that is what this whole week is about the victory that jesus gained for us in the wilderness we'll be looking into details to know um, that the battle that has started in heaven as we have been studying about a great controversy and how God intended to redeem us, mm -hmm. the battle that had started in heaven came on earth with Adam and Eve. So God said he's going to create enmity between the woman and then the snake, and then mm -hmm. even the man is also going to have a part in it. And as a result, God had promised that a he will come. Mm -hmm. In fact, when you read Genesis 3, you will realize, 3.15, you realize that in, in God's statement, he changed the gender 
from the woman to a, a masculine one, which is a he. Mm. And that is a symbol of Jesus' coming. Okay. So when Jesus came and he got baptized, the controversy that has started in heaven came on earth. And that is what we are exploring this week. Yes. And the memory uh, text for our discussion throughout the week, what we are basing on is from Luke 19, verse 10. And the scripture reads, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Uh, when Satan heard this message that there, there is going to be enmity between himself and the woman and also the seed, as you said in, in Genesis 3.15, what did Satan do? Well, uh, what will he do? What mm. he will do is to wait for that he. Okay. But I believe from that time he tried to let man know how deteriorated we are, mm. how hopeless we are. Mm -hmm. With the entrance of death through Cain and his brother Abel. So he tried to, you could see there was a lot of degeneration until Jesus came. Mm-hmm. And he thought maybe, or he tried to make man believe that God has forgotten us. Mm -hmm. Your God will never do anything for you. Yeah. And it seemed so long a time, over 2,000 years, and we were still hoping for this man to come. Mm. So uh, he created that impression. But just as the memory test has said, even amidst that stage of um, destruction, stage of no hope or hopelessness, God still was searching for us. Mm. It meant he had never forgotten about us being his own creation yeah. from that time till when Jesus appeared. So when Christ appeared, then Satan got to know, yes, that promise was still there mm. and he could not deceive man forever because he has come to seek and to save and the redemption plan continued from there. Yes. I read uh, in one book, inspirational book, that it was the exhortation of Jesus that caused Satan to rebel in heaven that he had wanted to have the same position mm -hmm. as Jesus had been exalted. Yeah. So hearing that the sun is coming down to him on earth here, what could he have done or what was the plan that he decided to take? Yeah, obviously, um, as you can, you can read, you will know that he would marshal all his efforts. Mm -hmm. And you know he started even with his birth. Yeah trying to use Herod mm -hmm. so that they will kill him. Like he could, he will use every available opportunity to kill God's plan for his people. Mm. So he wanted Herod to quash it and God had a, a plan of escape. Yeah. Then he continued on until he got baptized mm. and now he faced him head on. Yeah. And I, I, sometimes when people talk about the temptation of Jesus, it seems as if it was something light. It mm. was something very, very difficult. Yeah. And that's why the Bible says he was tempted in all points like us. Mm -hmm. Someone may ask, did Jesus ever or was he ever tempted to steal? Was he ever tempted to fornicate? Mm -hmm. He wasn't. But the truth is that as we will explore this week, you get to know that the temptation he went through, no man ever had endured mm. to the level at which he endured. Yeah. And that's why we take him as our example. Mm. So he, will, he marshaled all the efforts. But even there, he was still trying to close that it in, in, in a nice way so that Jesus will be deceived. Uh, I, Pastor, I want us to 
I look at this again. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. How can I be that which was lost so that the salvation will be mine while the enemy is always attacking? What is very interesting in this um, question you are asking, I take it from the perspective that the Son of Man did come like he came Hmm. in order to seek. But the one who is tormenting us is already here. Mm -hmm. He has nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. So in other words, we will always be tormented by he who is staying with us. But an outside power will always come and help us. Mm. In other words, anytime we find ourselves being tormented with um, secret sin, anytime we find ourselves being tormented with the life that we lead, being tormented by the hardships we are going through. Mm. We shouldn't think of our solution from this earth because the solution on this earth is the one who is tormenting us, Mm. and that is Satan himself. But anytime we look out for a power outside of this world, Mm. which is from heaven, that is where our real salvation comes. So the tormenting will be there because Mm -hmm. we are dealing with somebody who is with us. Yeah. But interestingly, the Son of Man has come from on high Mm -hmm. to seek us out. Mm -hmm. So as long as we allow ourselves to be sought, Mm -hmm. we allow ourselves to benefit from His grace, we will be saved. That is so wonderful. We will be saved if only we will make ourselves available for salvation. It is so free and the Son of Man has come to seek. So if we make ourselves available... Indeed, salvation will be ours. That's where we'd want to. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 
Is the moment of truth. Watching for you Welcome to the moment of truth. My name is Arthur Gideon. Our message for today is entitled The Unseasoned War, Part 1. Let us pray. King of kings and Lord of lords, we pray that you speak to us, you speak to whoever is listening. In Jesus' name, Amen. The fight of Jeremiah and the people he was sent to was fierce and intense. They were not believing the messages that Jeremiah had sent to them. They were trying to tell Jeremiah that your messages are not coming from God. But Jeremiah was doing his utmost best to let the people know that God is warning them. God is speaking to them. Now, every fight that one fights, whether with evil whether with a fellow man, requires a victor. Jeremiah was fighting on the side of God. He was fighting a fight that he was sure of being victorious. He was fighting a fight that though he was afraid at times, he knew that the Almighty God would be by his side and he would come out as the victor. The war that Jeremiah was fighting was not physical war. It was spiritual. Though he was speaking about the present status of the people, it was in connection with their God, their Father in heaven, who is a spirit. And Jeremiah was sure that he's going to come out victorious. God will vindicate him, and God will let the people know that a fight was his fight, and the messages were his messages. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 19, God told Jeremiah, Do not be afraid. Be courageous. I, the Lord, will fight for you. This is suggesting that all sort of spiritual warfare can be won only and only through God on whom we must rely. Every kind of warfare that we are involved in can only be won through God. There is a spiritual warfare going on now. There is a fight that is daily waged and never ending. A fight is going on currently as you are listening to this message. Something is going on behind you. There is a war 
Jesus called you and I into a new world, a world that is built on foundations of morality. A nation that has truth to be its gaze and a nation that is overspread by righteousness. But unfortunately, this new world that Jesus is leading us into, it's strange and unusual to us human beings. The reason is that we are immoral. The nation is built on morality. We always want to engage in falsehood, but the foundations of this new world is truth. And we are unrighteous beings, and the qualification for this new world is righteousness. We are sinful, and we are self. We can't enter into this nation. Self is the participant of this war. In this world, we have a new nature where the Spirit of God takes over the flesh. But as stated in Galatians chapter 5, verse 17, there would be fruit that would be obvious that we have the Spirit of God. And because the Spirit is coming in to stay in we human beings who are not moral, who are not truthful, who are not righteous, there is always a conflict. And the conflict is between the Spirit and the flesh. And as far as there have not been a total transformation, this war is not going to cease. The war is going to proceed. Now the Spirit is the second participant of the war. So we have the self and we have the Spirit all fighting within you. The spirit and the self is fighting. One is trying to overtake the other that you may be either led by your spirit of God or by yourself, by the flesh. The question is, on whose side are you fighting? Are you yourself fighting that you may be overcome by the flesh and that you may be led by the flesh or you are fighting that you may be led by the spirit of God? The self has these things to be its hallmarks. The self is egoistic. The self is self-centered. It is selfish. It teaches you to involve yourself into self-gratification. It teaches you to have your philosophy to be today I eat, tomorrow I die. I will do whatever pleases my senses. That is the self. But the Spirit of God is the exact opposite. The Spirit of God says, think about others. The Spirit of God says, love, do not be self-centered. The Spirit of God says, do not be selfish. The Spirit of God says, involve yourself into helping people, not gratifying yourself, not enjoying, not involving yourself in self-aggrandizement. The Spirit of God is saying, do not be a hedonist. Do not say, today I die, but rather live for Jesus Christ. Now, you have to search within yourself. And ask yourself, on whose side am I fighting? You may have convinced yourself. You may have deceived yourself that you are fighting for the Spirit of God. You have made yourself available that the Spirit of God will lead you. But still, the signs that the flesh is still in control is there. You are still involving yourself in self-gratification, fornication, and a whole set of things that do not please God. Self is still leading. On whose side are you fighting? Are you feeding your flesh daily? Are you responding daily to the gravings that is within you? Are you doing things that pleases your senses? Are you always regretting your actions and never reforming? Are you always in a state of confusion as to when you will be freed from your sins? Are you confused about your addictions? Beloved, 
then you are fighting on the side of the flesh. I call you to fight on the Lord's side. I call you to have absolute dependence on God who has called you out of darkness. I call you to fight on the side of the Spirit of God. God is willing in Luke chapter 11 verse 13 to pour his Spirit upon you even only if you are willing to avail yourself. If the Spirit comes upon you, you will do the opposite of what the flesh wants you to do. This war is ongoing. The flesh is seeking that you may be taken, that you may live in your flesh, in yourself, and in your sin, that when Jesus should descend the second time, you may not be numbered among the saints. But the Spirit of God is saying, He is willing to transform you only if you avail yourself. Beloved, are you ready to avail yourself? If you avail yourself and rely on God, you will be victorious in this unseasoned war. I am ready and I believe you are. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We pray that you help us as we avail yourself. You put your spirit within us so that we can be able to overcome this unseasoned war and fight on the side of your spirit. Thank you for listening to our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235. 0117 or email us at radio or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box A5595 Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana We will expect your feedback Ghana Voice of Hope I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.